starts with letter C. Cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that starts with C. Uh, uh, who cares about other things? C is for Cookie. That's good <laughs> enough for me. C is oh, for wow. Cookie. Oh, wow. We are entering the great me. cookie taste C off of 2019. A Wines and Wind special event. I know. Do you guys like that I added that to the... Uh, it's a great touch. So first of all, um, welcome everyone to another very special um, episode of Wines and Wins. And this is a special event episode because we are doing our um, great sandwich cookie rank off. Uh, and we're going to be posting to social media, but we have a ridiculous array of delicious looking and smelling sandwich cookies in front of us. And I'm happy to report that I put together a little ranking sheet so we can make this official as official as possible um what do you guys it's what the people want this really. is serious business what do you guys think about the scene in front of us right now all of these cookies laid out <sighs> okay well it's no secret that i have been repping nutter butter pretty hard mm -hmm. <laughs> but i just want to say i know that i come across as being a nutter butter advocate Yes, but you do. My opinion is not that the Nutter Butter is superior to all the other sandwich cookies. I just think it's overlooked. <laughs> and I think, okay, what I have been saying is that I think a Nutter Butter, when going head to head with a regular Oreo, the Nutter Butter reigns supreme. But we didn't even get regular Oreos today. No. So we will not be hashing this out. Which I think is funny because I actually thought about that yesterday when I was picking up um some additional flavors of oreos i found at target i was like i didn't we didn't even get just like the regular standard oreo i kind of thought we would just as like uh yeah mean, the staple okay yeah I'm, we're like familiar the control of the, the experiment the palate cleanser between each cookie <laughs> so let's <laughs> we're gonna gain 20 pounds <laughs> ridiculous so let's get into um let's get into for, for the listeners get into it. um kind of what we have going on so we we chose 10 different types of sandwich cookies um, and we're very strategic about how we have them laid out for the tasting. Um, but just to let everyone know, so we have Nutter Butters, just regular standard Nutter Butters, um, peanut butter pie Oreos, carrot cake Oreos, uh, Milano, regular Milano's, um, Yell Fudge, uh, lemon Oreos, Oreo Thins rather, uh, pistachio Oreo thins, dark chocolate Oreos, birthday cake Oreos, and mint Oreos. Ashley is double checking her line of cookies. Did I get that right? Down the list. The line of is correct. Okay. <laughs> so what do we think, first of all, out of these, what are all of the ones, ladies, that you have tried before? Um, I've never had another butter. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, let's just, I'll tell you the ones that I definitely have not had i don't i don't remember anything about a peanut butter chocolate pie oreo mm -hmm. which i'm very excited about very excited about carrot cake um i've never had the pistachio one and i don't usually go for pistachio flavored things but i feel like i'm also usually surprised by pistachio flavored desserts right <laughs> can't believe we're talking about this um <laughs> But yeah, surprise how pleasantly or no uh, pleasantly. Okay. Yeah. I love pistachio ice cream, so I'm pretty psyched. So I got to say that, um, did you, did you go through all the ones? Those are the ones that I've not had that I'm okay. interested in. So, um, 
the ones that I have not had, I have also not had peanut butter pie Oreos. Uh, I haven't had carrot cake. And I haven't had the lemon or the pistachio, the dark chocolate. Interestingly, so I have had the birthday cake, but I've only ever had the birthday cake with the like vanilla cookie like the white Same. cookie and i thought that that's how they came but then when i bought the ones at the store it's birthday cake filling but with the with the chocolate cookie they threw a wrench at us it's a toss-up so i it's weird to me also can i just say something about oreo the people at oreo i think now is the time uh, yeah the, the people at oreo are a little bonkers with like their various options and i'm kind of loving it um for instance why do we need an oreo thin like Oreo thins to me, that seems stupid. Like, is that for people that want to try to um, eat something that's going to be less fattening? But you're still eating an Oreo, right? So I don't know. I just think it's bizarre to like an Oreo thin. How many calories are you really saving? Maybe it's not a calorie thing. Maybe it's like a mouthfeel thing. You know, Mm, like a little crispier. Like cookie to cream ratio. I'm going to get the right ratio, I feel like, from this. I know. It's a lot of cookie. Very little cream. Yeah. Um, but I will say I have not had the lemon or the dark chocolate or the mint, but I feel like those are so like, you know, pretty familiar flavors that mm-hmm. I can't imagine I'll be disappointed. Oh, by them. also with Oreo, something I thought was weird was I went to Kroger and I saw the chocolate peanut butter pie Oreo sitting directly next to just a peanut butter and chocolate Oreo. And I'm like, what is the difference? What's really the difference here? Um, That's what we should be taste testing. Am I really going to get more of a sense of pie from this one? I don't know. But um, I'm pretty excited about that one. I will say I've had the mint before and I don't really love mint things, but I actually really like mint Oreos. I think they're very refreshing and kind of have this (laughs) effervescence that um, the regular ones don't have. And I have had the birthday cake again with the golden outside and it was very good as well. Uh, With all of the... Uh, talking about the EL fudge and the nutter butter that Ashley's talked about. I'm very excited for that. And I think that EL fudge might be a dark horse. I Here, think oh, maybe. go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, how fun would it be if we found combinations to like take a little bite of the mint plus a little bite of the, I don't know, mint Le- doesn't really like go the lemon anything. or something? Yeah. Yeah. Kinda like jelly bellies. Yeah. Do like <laughs> exactly. Little formulas. Are you going to like a chocolate <laughs> strawberry smoothie or something? And, yeah. So yeah. I've never had an Oreo thin before in my life. So I've never had the lemon or the pistachio. I'm interested in that, but lemon, I traditionally don't enjoy. So lemon desserts. So we'll see how that goes. Um, I've never had the mint either. I haven't either. It's good. I feel like that'll be strong, strong taste. Strong contender. Like no strong taste. Not contender. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) I have had peanut butter. I've ha- I have had peanut butter pie. I'm interested to see how you guys feel about it compared to the nutter butter. Okay. And you're so, like, the anticipation <laughs> of us trying the nutter butter might be too you're much. You're going to be so it. mad if nutter butter doesn't win. No, I don't think it's going to win. I just, I just think You want to give it a fair chance. I understand. I do. I feel like it's underrated. So out of all of these, I feel like the one that doesn't belong is the Milano because it's kind of like classier. And, you know, you buy the thing of Milano and it's kind of expensive because you only get like eight cookies or something. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, and this one's different because it has the orange in it. And I don't oh, know if oh, I've it's ever... An orange? I've never had... Yes. I so feel like... I, I thought it was like we're going to be standard. surprised at how similar the Milano is to the eel fudge. It's just like a classy eel fudge. 
but it's got the orange so that's going to be something that's going to be a little bit different so we have just so everybody knows we spent a lot of time prior to recording the cast um to to like set up and assemble a proper order for these cookies so if you're wondering why we put them in the order that we did uh, a lot of thought went into that um so just so everybody knows we do have the milano and the eel fudge next to each other um so we'll see how that we'll see how our order goes as we start tasting now what do we think before we get to the actual tasting what do we think that we're gonna hate or I mean, I don't cookies, think I'm gonna so they're all going to be good. <laughs> but what do we think we're going to not like the most? Ooh. Yeah. I'd, I'd be really disappointed if carrot cake let me down. I'm a big carrot cake advocate myself. I feel like carrot cake could go either way. It might be too spicy. Oh, and yeah. that makes me worry that it's going to taste a little potpourri. Yeah, mm. I've so had the carrot cake that. before, so I can't can't contribute to that because <laughs> I don't want to no spoilers. Anybody. Give it away. Um, I think I'm going to not like the lemon i feel like lemon or mint are my uh most it's gonna be lemon i'm gonna like lemon the least you're not gonna like lemon yeah i'm nervous for so i'm pretty excited about the um dark chocolate because i've heard really good things and because dark chocolate is delicious um so those look really good i i don't know i'm nervous for the carrot cake you guys and i'm also nervous for the birthday cake because i like the birthday cake oreos but i feel like in this assemblage um i feel like that might be one of the weakest because mm. they're very very sweet hmm. and it's kind of an intense flavor so i don't know yeah should we, should I, we dig I can't in? wait another okay second, let's yeah so. let's start all right. okay number Time. one the nutter butter <laughs> all right everybody ready to take a bite Crunch, crunch, crunch. Apologies for excessive crunching during this podcast as well. We'll try to lean away from the mic. I mean, they just know how to do it, right? They nailed it on that nutter butter. She's fucking with me. <laughs> Get her out of here. Disqualified. I gotta say, the nutter butter is delicious. It's it's so good. Who can who can argue with that? You love them. It's so good. It's like peanut butter cookie on peanut butter. You know what I like about it? It's like peanut butter. It's peanut butter. Peanut butter in and of itself is a very rich flavor, but I don't get a sense that it's like overly rich. It feels like the perfect amount. It's like creamy. Like Mm -hmm. the the filling is very creamy. It's not like super intensely rich. Um, I think it's really good. I really like it. And we all have our rating sheets as well. So we're going to... um, rate independently and then circle back at the end of the pod to talk about what our what our final results were but this is scoring high for me this was scoring high <laughs> i don't i mean yeah i agree you, you can't oh my god did you just give it a 10 you can't broke with not or i'm sorry you can't fix what's not broken so <laughs> don't mess with the nutter butter don't mess, i mean it's standard it's the peanut butter lovers cookie and we're rating all of these cookies on a one to ten scale um there's also a spot on the bottom of the sheet for final notes um if we want to explain our answers <laughs> but i feel like we could just do that um audibly and not write it down all right um, let's move along we're moving on to the next one which is the the peanut butter chocolate peanut butter pie but Oreo. make sure you get both of the fillings in your bite because oh, it's true. split yes so okay. this is one where yeah the filling is half peanut butter half chocolate so you kind of got to bite in and get a little bit of both Ha <laughs> ha 
A lot of dead air time where we're chewing. Damn, that is good. <laughs> so far, Nina is very impressed. I cannot imagine oh, these cookies not just getting 10 down the line for me, to be honest. That was good. So this one is interesting to me because I'm getting a lot of pie crust notes. And which is interesting because before I didn't really I didn't know what the difference between like chocolate peanut butter and just regular or and peanut butter pie was. But what I like about this one is that the actual cookie really does taste like a graham cracker crust. Don't you guys agree? You're right. And you know what would be really good is taking that cookie and making a crust, like a graham cracker oh, crust. Oh, that would be my word. So, so I, now so that you say that, I never noticed that subtlety, but I am now. I'm picking up on so it myself. Good. But also, <laughs> but also, I'll say that I'm scoring a little bit low. I'm giving it a nine because it's not like overly flavor flavorful like the nutter butter is i get like some subtle notes as you said so and i appreciate that i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just i agree it's not gonna rate as high i don't me. i'm you know what i'm not getting so is noise I, i'm not getting chocolate and i was hoping right. to get a little yeah. more chocolate it's yeah. more like graham cracker peanut butter yeah i mean it's it's <clears throat> again not a bad combination but it's no, pretty good are you eating i'm gonna try the chocolate see how are just you eating the the, just the chocolate cream mm-hmm. oh that's smart how much flavor yeah, what do we think about just the chocolate cream? It's fine. It's chocolate cream, you know? Mm. You know? Just okay. That was, that was I mean, not good. <laughs> not a great review. <laughs> okay, and we also, um, I don't know about you guys, I'm using the wine in between each cookie as sort of a palate cleanser. Absolutely. I'm, do- I'm doing a coffee, actually, and it might be cheating. It's kind of cheating, but I'm going to let it slide. Okay. <laughs> the judges have ruled. We're going to let it... We're going to allow it. Coffee does enhance the flavor of most cookies. So. Okay. Are we ready to try the carrot cake? I'm I've so nervous about I've never been this. more ready. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> a look on these. Mm-hmm. Oh, ma'am. That's the one. <laughs> I gotta say, I'm not loving it. Really? It's not. It's not my favorite. Like, oh my god! I think that the cream is really good, but there is also kind of like a not great aftertaste. It, to me, <clears throat> it just tastes like spice cake, which is fine. I like spice cake, but it's just there's a thin line between it's not spice my cake and carrot cake. I feel. I think carrot cake is spice cake, like with carrots in it. Yeah, I'm I not, would not approve of them putting carrots in this. I'm, I'm not just getting. Saying. I'm not getting like this may be an absurd comment, <laughs> but I'm not getting like a natural carrot flavor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting like a very Did you want them to put like shaved carrots? <laughs> yes, on there? I did. I'm getting it well, that's one of the things I like about carrot cake is that it's got Honestly, it tastes like sweet carrots. It would be nice if they had little just for vision for, just for optics. Some little flecks of orange that would in have the been cookie. Cute. That, I like like that. they do it for the birthday cake. Yeah. Do you think that that would help me feel like there was more carrots? <laughs> yeah, in the maybe. Cookie? <laughs> like little carrot beads. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what part of the organic reason, part of the reason I like <laughs> I like carrot cake because it actually does have like the shaved carrots in it, and I don't know. I just like it. I wasn't expecting there to be real carrots in this cookie. <laughs> I actually, I thought I was gonna hate it. <laughs> when i first had it but i don't because i actually hate carrots and so i'm not a big fan of carrot cake because i hate carrots but 
for that reason, I felt like it was good. It's a good carrot cookie for the non-carrot lover. <laughs> That's an endorsement right there. If I you know what I yeah. mean? Because I was like, oh, it's just spice cake. It threw me off by saying carrot cake. Mm-hmm. Because I can get down with some spice cake, but I, I'm not a big fan of the carrot. I like that there's a cream cheese cake. filling. That I love good. a cream cheese. You know what we didn't get? We didn't get red velvet. So I tried. I tried to get oh, red velvet. Right. And I, so I grabbed all my cookies at Target and I go up to pay and I realized that the red velvet, the package was torn. So I didn't end up getting it and I didn't feel like going back and getting another one. But I will say that I have had the red velvet before mm-hmm. and I don't think it's super impressive. And I know you love red velvet stuff, but don't you love I'm red gonna velvet? I'm going to say something maybe controversial. Okay. If we had red velvet here today, I think it might win for me. Hmm. Well, you love, don't you love red velvet though? I can take oh, it or yeah. leave it myself. I know Nina's not, because what? Because it's not It's fake real. chocolate cake. No, it's chocolate cake. No, it's, well, it's With red dye. Yeah, it's fake. No. Like, it's not a real thing. It's just okay, chocolate cake. I don't with like red dye. chocolate I cake, but I love red velvet <laughs> cake. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Milano. Okay, should we move on to, oh, I feel Are so we're classy. We're going to have to do a cake <laughs> Don't challenge me. Just think me. of all the different tastings that we could do. Switching gears to Milano. Milano is very different than it's classy. Uh, Nina's already taken. Oh, it's I thought got you a smooth a outer shell. Look at this. So this is with the orange um, hint of orange. In yeah, the middle. I think I'm gonna hate that. Mm, no, I hate it. Like borderline, want to spit it out. Oh wow! <laughs> I hate it. Not my favorite. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, I mm. hate it. Mm. I hate it. Yeah, I want to spit it out. I wouldn't eat a second oh, one. Oh, that's not good. No. That was gross. That's like if you took an EL fudge and dipped it in orange juice. <laughs> it You're tastes, right. It tastes like orange potpourri. This is what I get nervous about with some of these flavors. It's to me, it just tastes like, yeah, it tastes like a perfume or something. Like there's something yeah. like perfumey it's about like it. like the artificial flavoring. It's mm-hmm. gross. Reminds you of like. They had other artificial flavors. I mean, you can't go wrong. I love just like the traditional Milano, but yeah. they had like a raspberry flavored one and the orange and a See, lemon. the raspberry sounds like it would be good, I think. I like yeah, raspberry I think, and chocolate. I just I do don't, raspberry. I don't love orange and chocolate together. So Me neither. I've never been a big fan of that. You know I so like that. I'm not a fan of that at all. And I think it's a waste of a perfectly good otherwise <laughs> Milano cookie. Agreed. Like Milano's are delicious. What I do love is the actual cookie part. The filling was, the filling was trash. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the actual cookie part, I love the cookies on Milano's because they're so like shortbready and kind of like effervescent. Even the smell's a little offensive. <laughs> I like the smell. Can't get it close to I my didn't head. smell no, it. Was... Here, let me smell it. No, I'm, no. All right, let's move like on from Milano. They okay. were clearly not a hit. Let's do E.L. Fudge. Fudge. Oh, good old-fashioned. Old I'm really excited about this. Mr. Ernie. Is that his name? Yeah, that There's, name? They're all different names. How do you know? <laughs> Say the name right on the cookie. Oh. Mm. These are... Mm-hmm. Better than you remember from a kid. I, I'm, really eating, I'm eating the whole cookie. They're, They're so good. good. Also, good. they do not skimp on the fudge. Yeah, that's a lot. I like and the selling. cookie's thick. That's a substantial she, cookie thick. right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking this. I'm very into this. Again, not overly sweet. I know. It's a nice balance. Like, I could probably eat 20 of these and not, like, feel like I have a stomach. Well, I would mm. maybe have a stomach ache, but <laughs> it's not, like, overly sweet. It's a good one. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's good. That one definitely holds up from childhood. Yeah, I like that a lot. 
the filling is very good. I'm getting chocolate, but it's not, it's just not overly sugary to me. Also, the consistency is very nice. I'm getting the consistency versus Oreo. It is like more fudgy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've made a real balanced cookie here. It's like a, it's like thick, kind of like ganache-y. Those elves, you know. I'm into a cookie. They know what to do. They work hard and they play hard. All right. So we're halfway through. How are we feeling at this point? Do we need to take a stretch? Are we good? No, just a sip of wine. Yeah. I'm really nervous. The next five, we have a lot of diversity in the last five cookies. Yeah, we do. Are we ready? We're going to go on a flavor roller coaster here, guys. The next one is the lemon thin Oreo. And I kind of just want to put the whole thing in my mouth. I wish we had fans because they could do this with us. (laughs) Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, weird. Very weird. The Oreo thin feels weird in my mouth. I enjoy it. I actually like this better than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. It's like wafery. Like the flavor, though, I wasn't expecting to love the oh. lemon. I kind of like it. Yeah, the lemon's very subtle. It's good. Much more subtle than I thought it would be. It is a lot better. I mean, there's no contest when it comes to like the citrus in the cookies, the orange versus the lemon. I mean, lemon way better. Yeah. I like the texture of the thin. I do mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's like the, the cookie. Okay. The di- that the, would surprise me. The actual <laughs> cookie is very flaky. It is very wafery. Yeah. And it kind of crumbles in your mouth, which is a weird feeling when you're used to a regular Oreo, but I don't hate it. I, I, I enjoy it. I'm going to apply the same method of whole cookie in mouth at once to the pistachio. Uh, wait, I got a palate cleanse. The whole cookie? Yeah. Because I feel like I need that burst of flavor. Also, okay. the whole cookie is basically like eating a half of a regular Oreo. Exactly. Okay, so pistachio, I'm, I gotta say I'm kind of excited about this because I love pistachio flavored things. So I'm really excited. I'm cautious. <laughs> Cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. That was a big crunch into the mic. <laughs> oh my God. Love it. I love it. Hmm. Oh, that's great. I am loving this. That's I think really it's good. good. It's different. It's kind of perfumey. Oh, my me. God. It's so good. Oh, this is my first 10 of the sheep. Oh, this is great. Oh, I love it. I mean, it's got like a it's got a flavor that kind of comes in at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do like it, but I feel like that the it's. Like perfumey is the word that comes to mind, just very like floral almost and kind of dare really? I say soapy? Do I taste soapy? A little soapy soap. to me? I'm not tasting soap. I'm not giving right. any soap. Well, notes. I don't hate it, but I'm giving it an eight. Not my usual nine or ten. I think that was a delight. That was great. Personally. It actually it packed a lot of flavor for being a thin. Maybe I'm gonna reverse my stance on the Oreo thins. Sounds like great too. I mean, that was pretty. It was good. I like the the ratio mm, and mm-hmm. the the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. All good. I was nervous about the um, the mouthfeel at first, and uh, with the lemon one, I was like, "This is weird" because it's it does feel so much different. Like it's le- it's so much less cookie, but I'm not disliking it as much as I thought. Agreed. I'm I'm really excited because actually you've had this one before, right? This dark oh, chocolate. It yeah. looks, looks good. Rich. One of my favorites. It really. looks so rich. It looks so rich. I'm excited.
I'm not blown away, but it's mm. good. I want to dip it right in my coffee. I think that would be really good. I like it so much more than a regular Oreo because it's not so sweet. It's not. It's very devil's foody. So it's like a like bitter, bittersweet chocolate. I like it, but I, like Nina, I'm not like blown away by this. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm pretty much blown away by it. <laughs> I think it's really good. Now this one, I think we've all had, except this is birthday cake, and I've never had it on the classic Oreo cookie. I know. And just so everyone knows, it does have the little confettis in it, um, the cream. Which adds so much joy. I think it so does. too. I think it does too. I think it's, it just looks fun. It sparks exactly. joy. Yeah, it looks it like a party. Joy. Okay, are we ready? I just love it. So sweet in comparison to the dark chocolate. It's so sweet. I like it though. It's hard to eat a lot of these in a sitting. It is. They're just so sweet. They are. So this one, the birthday cake, I like it. Um, I just it the reason I like it is because it really does just taste like a dollop of like funfetti mm-hmm. um frosting in between a couple of Oreo cookies. Um I think it's good. I think it's very good. It's not my favorite. Agree. But I think it's good. I wish it was the yellow cookie and not the black, the chocolate cookie. I concur. Okay, you guys, we're down to our last last cookie. The mint Oreo. It's got a good smell. I haven't had one of these in a really long time, but what I remember of having them before, I liked. So I'm ready. I like it. Me too. It's like mint chocolate chip ice cream. I really like it. It's like a Girl Scout Thin Mint. Mm, It Mm -hmm. is. Oh, it's good. I like it. Just a different texture. I'm really... And more minty, honestly. It's very minty. I mean, that's the thing is some of the other ones, the the flavors themselves are like the cream is a little bit more subtle. These last two, like the birthday cake and the mint, it's not subtle at all. It's like huge rush of flavor right out of the gate. I like it, but I'm not crazy about mint desserts, so it's not, it's not uh, one of my top, mm-hmm. for sure. So looking back, what's the one that you could binge, like you're feeling really sad and bad about yourself and you're going to watch HBO all night long? Which one would you go and buy a whole pack of for yourself? I think we know the answer for me. Well, that's true. <laughs> I think mine would be... What, the Milano? I'm just kidding. <laughs> we know it's the Nutter Butter. I honestly, looking back, that peanut butter chocolate pie was really, it stands out for me looking back. I um, like that one. Mine? Or I thought we, you would say carrot. Yeah, I know. And like in hindsight. You love carrot cake stuff. I do. But in hindsight. You get four of these 10. What? She get four of these a 10. Mm-hmm. Oh I'm leaking. <laughs> I, I, only gave one, I only gave one cookie a 10. Wow. Wow. You are very discerning. Uh, I am. I have an extremely palette. discerning palate. <laughs> um, okay. So should we, uh, should we pause the pod to tally our- I think we better. Okay. Yeah. You guys don't need to deal with us so trying to do us, maths. Give us just a second while we tally our results. Okay. And we're back. Um, so we've tallied our results and we've each narrowed down to a top three. Who- would like to share their top three. Why don't you just go for it? You can oh, do it. Okay. 
So my, I'm going to start with third place. My third place was um, the EL fudge. I thought it was really good. And I haven't had an EL fudge in a long time. And uh, they were just as delicious as I remember them being. It's something I can definitely say that I would eat one and I would like go back for more, you know? Um, my second place, which I wasn't expecting this to be my second place, was the mint Oreo. Um, I really liked it. I thought it, it, it still had the same effervescence that I remember um, eating the mint Oreos a long time ago. I think that was actually one of the first uh, branch out flavors for Oreo was mint. Um, I think they were trying to piggyback on the success of like the Girl Scout cookie, mm. the mint Girl Scout cookies. <coughs> and I really like it. Very good. And first place for me, not even, it was not even close. First place for me, without a doubt, was the pistachio Oreo thing. Wow. I loved it. I also, even after eating all this sugar, and I have to tell you guys, I've been on like a fairly strict diet for the past several months. And this is more sugar in one <laughs> sitting that I've had probably since Christmas. Mm -hmm. So I'm probably going to be wired the rest of the day and feel sick. <laughs> mm -hmm. But You're I'm going to crash later. But, but even, even that being said, I went back for more of the pistachio Oreo thins. That was a sleeper hit. Mm -hmm. I loved it so those are my those are my top three y'all are sleeping on the stachio <laughs> my mint made my top three um and that was surprising to me that is my number three pl third place um second place nutter butter uh first place looking back i really liked the peanut butter chocolate pie i thought it was j like just subtle enough to go back for you know three or four cookies um so that was mine what about you ashley well i'm scared to say but i think i think not enough of uh my friends who are in my like oreo club <laughs> listen to this to disown me but surprisingly only one of mine is an oreo so <laughs> or not surprisingly as the ladies are staring at me like <laughs> duh not um, at all third place Dark chocolate Oreo. Mm. Second place, Sir E. L. Fudge. <laughs> is he a knight? <laughs> he is in my world. <laughs> and first place is the Nutter Butter. All mm. right. There you have it, folks. Those are all the ones that you <clears throat> had already tried before. So can I ask, this is interesting to me. So you are not, there was no upset here no nothing swayed me out of my original you know what you like first second and third place so but pistachio surprised me oh, so good the I thins in one. general surprised me um mm -hmm. i wish we had a thin that was like a peanut butter chocolate thin and my that other one amazing. that was like a really strong contender was was the peanut butter chocolate oreo it's just that but if i'm Having to choose between that and a Nutter Butter, I'd rather just have the Nutter Butter because I don't think that their chocolate adds any value. It was a little disappointing in that one. Like yeah, the chocolate it doesn't didn't have add a presence, anything. Really. Yeah. Um, now, if it was like, I've heard that Nutter Butter is now making fudge covered Nutter Butters. Oh, that's I was just going to ask. Like, what I if, could do? What if Nutter Butter did a chocolate cookie? Oh, we could do like a coated cookie, like uh, taste off. So I almost got, I almost got the. Um, <clears throat> like the white chocolate covered oreos because i love those and i almost got those but i thought that maybe it didn't really fall I into didn't the even realm know that exists yeah you can buy them why don't we so do good. a covered cookie taste hmm. we could do that 
Definitely. I was going to get it for this, but I thought it might like violate their rules since technically <laughs> it would it's violate covered, these rules. You, yes, but this just so everybody knows, this is not a cookie cookie. It's really weird. It just like randomly stopped. Oh, hello. We're okay. We're back recording now. Sorry, you guys. We had some technical difficulties. Um, <laughs> the ladies have gone back for additional EL fudges. I don't blame them at all. They're delicious. So what did we think that, um, what did we not like the most? What was, what was like least favorite? I think the orange Milano was. The orange Milano, the Milano, the orange <laughs> Milano. <laughs> Milano Trump. The, <laughs> the orange Milano was trifling. Yeah, that was disappointing. It was gross. I thought it that was, was so gross. gross. Um, I also ranked my other lowest ranking was carrot cake oreo i didn't like it <laughs> what? Did you i just, just smelled it? it like antony does like when you want to <laughs> smell something that's gross to you <laughs> oh, it was gross and you just keep going back for more um what what did you guys think what was your what were your lowest rankings my lowest ranking was pistachio and dark chocolate but they only got eights so that's not too <laughs> oh bad God. and milano got a three but that was good nita is not very discerning <laughs> the milano i gave it a one i gave it a one too <laughs> um the carrot cake i gave a five so did i you and i are on the same page with this those were but my the mint favorite. i gave a six and that was one of your top oh so you lost me at the mint i like the <laughs> mints so um i hope everybody enjoyed our cookie ranking i feel like i'm gonna feel miserable later Yep. Yeah, but it's probably worth it. It was worth it. It was totally. Can I? We also have popcorn. Oh my god, we have all the snacks and wine and. Okay, so this is a Sunday fun day for real. I think that that was a very successful first tasting. Oh, agreed. This is so loud. Sorry. (laughs) Um. So if you have any ideas, well, first of all, if any of our listeners have uh opinions about any of these cookies please let us know you can uh reach out to us on instagram or on um our uh email which is just wineswins at gmail.com um and i know a fan who has some pretty strong opinions about cookies is it kamal (laughs) (laughs) i do feel like we should be expecting an email anytime now i can i wish that we had tasted the peeps oreo have you guys had that one no but i want to because i think that one sounds good they i don't love peeps Peeps. i don't love peeps either and they just taste like lucky charms and really really good yeah. i love peeps and i, I don't feel like, like I would marshmallows love them. but i can get down with like the hard marshmallows right. that are in lucky charms yeah, they're really for good. some reason those they're different uh-huh they're just like little pockets of sugar mm-hmm. they're so good so moving on to regular programming uh, yeah, okay we're gonna move on to our regularly scheduled podcast mm-hmm. um anybody have any wines and wins that they want to share since we last recorded it's been in like a month it's crazy yeah any april wines and wins anyone I have a, I have both that pertain to the same thing. So <clears throat> my win is that I kind of set a goal to be more active. And in April, um, I worked out quite a bit. But this past week, I worked out five times, which is like, that's awesome. More than I ever do. I usually like max out at three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not only did I surpass my normal routine, but I went another extra time. So I'm pretty proud of that because I really wanted to try to just be a little more active than I have been because I sit for my job like all day. Um, But my wine is that despite all of my efforts, like I 
am exactly the same way as I don't you hate that I've been the whole time it's sort of like you wish when you worked out you would like see some sort of Immediate. number but I'm yeah. not doing it to lose weight really I'm doing it for like heart health and just to be more active because I sit so much so I try to like remember that it's not that's not really my goal mm-hmm. um so I should do it anyways whether or not I see a change on the scale but you know how that is you're like I, I feel like that if I saw a change it would like give me so much more motivation yeah you guys remember <laughs> that episode of 30 rock where um Tina Fey's like <clears throat> crawling on the ground or something and she's like god it's like I did that push-up last year for nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's me for sure I'm like what I worked out. I did everything I was supposed to do. Yeah. I mean, I did just eat like a pile of cookies, but that's that's unusual for me. So. Yeah. I know we had Indian food last night. It was the first time I've eaten it in months and months and months and months, like probably close to six months. What did you say? Indian food? Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was so good. Where'd you go? Like, we just um, got DoorDash from Krishna. Oh, oh yeah. And it was so good. And it was also weird. The first time that I have ever tried and enjoyed sog. I don't usually like, I never usually used to like sog, mm-hmm. but Travis got us a sog paneer to like split. We both got our own thing. And then he was like, oh, I just wanted to get sog because I hadn't had sog in a while and I got paneer so you could eat it too. And I got to say it was really good. And I remember trying it in college, not liking it. Me too. I so, like it. I really do. It was I really good. order it, but I do like it. I, it's, I'm in the same boat. I always want to like share it with somebody because mm-hmm. i don't want only that but it's nice to have like a little like tikka masala a little sog it was but it was Kamal really good hates it and he won't share it with me so <laughs> i never eat it anymore it was good it was yeah it was the first time because i'm trying to like be healthy too and everything is good um i have since january one i've lost like 28 pounds which Dang. i'm That's really so amazing i'm really happy about but it is one of those things where, though, where, like, you're happy and you know that you've lost weight and you are healthier, but at the same time, I feel as though my clothes don't fit that differently, mm-hmm. that I'm like, come on, what the fuck? Where were those 28 pounds? Because I feel like I'm still wearing the same pants and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they fit better. I do, I do notice a difference, but... um, So, yeah, I, my, my wine and win is also the same thing. Uh, it, it's also... Um, same thing, just the good side, the bad side of it. So we recently decided that we are going to be moving, um, and selling the condo. So this could be our last time recording a podcast in this space. That's so crazy. Um, however, we will have an office in the new space. Um, (coughs) we looked at a place that we really love and we already are in the process of, um, leasing. We just have to, like, I'm excited. So that's the good side is like, we're moving and we're not going to be living above a bar anymore so it's not going to be super noisy and the building we're moving to is completely new renovation so we're gonna have like new appliances and quartz countertops and there's like all of this stuff that we really love about it a lot more natural light but of course the downside is moving and i'm just like you know like moving is just the worst thing ever the actual act of like having to pack all your shit go through all your stuff and actually like move and also just i don't know what the process of selling the condo is going to be like so i'm just like kind of stressed about that is there an elevator in this building no i was gonna say it's like a what fourth floor this is the third floor third walk, floor up. walk up there's that's not brutal. there's not an elevator that's one of the things so we're moving to a place where it's a really old building but it, it used to be like a factory but it 
was completely gutted and like renovated so everything in it is new which is great like we will be the first people to live in the unit that we're leasing um so all the appliances are new there's like an in-unit washer dryer um there's an in-building gym which i'm so excited about i can like quit my gym that's awesome and there's a great rooftop with like a grill and you can like go up there and drink beers and so it's going to be really fun when we actually get settled there um but yeah just the act of moving i'm like not looking forward to it at all so that's kind of like a win and a, and a wine and that, it kind of makes me a little bit sad too because oh, yeah. anytime you move from a place that you were in for a lot of years and you have a lot of memories there it's kind of sad but it gets sentimental it's like the end of an era or something or like mm-hmm. closing a chapter and totally yeah um so yeah those are kind of um, another win is within the past month, I did get to go visit my um, family out in California. So I got to see my niece uh, for the first time in a few months. So that was a win for me, too. Um, Nina, you got anything? Yeah, I'd say for my win, I've been in my new job now for like six or seven weeks. And it's been kind of it's been scary and hard just coming into a new place. But I feel like last week was really the first week where I felt like, okay, I'm getting on like a little bit more even footing and um, can kind of like roll with the punches just because every day is something new that I'm that comes up that I've never encountered or had to deal with. So I have to like relearn things every day. But um, I've had a few like my whole training there. And last night I worked my first wedding has been like whenever I'm work, working with someone, they're like, oh, this never happens. But, and that's been my whole experience. Like I'm just getting the worst of the worst, like right out of the gate. Like last night, um, the sump pump overflowed during a wedding. And oh my God. I'm literally like sopping up sewage with towels from the bridal suite upstairs, like Cause I'm gonna have to go buy some new towels for up there, and calling our house and grounds guy to come from his home on a Saturday night to like help me mop up the pump room. It was disgusting, but um, thank God for him. He's amazing. He just renovated my office too, so I have a brand new office that I got to design and everything with the help of some other people. But I'm all settled into the new office, which is great. I've been spreading out in various places of the building and like cleaning up every night and spreading out again. So it's nice to have somewhere to actually store things and have things organized. Um, So that's my win. It's just, I'm feeling more comfortable. And um, my wine is that my mural in Covington is coming down and I'm going to the ceremony to say goodbye today that's so upsetting that's really sad it was such a cute it was 10 10 years ago my first job out of college was working for artworks and it was like a it was supposed to be a i think an eight-week mural process it turned it was like 48 (laughs) it turned into like seriously 20 weeks or something and um so it kind of inadvertently in a very non-linear way like like I met my husband in Covington because I was going down to the mural so much and we um so that's where we met so we're gonna go down there today and say goodbye you take him Walter yeah um so that's sad but good memories yeah that's gonna be what are they doing there they're building like new apartments and stuff of course yeah. yeah 
So such a a sweet mural, though. It is so sweet. We have lots of pictures. We'll take some more today, but that's sweet that you guys are going to take. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it one last time Mm. before it goes bye bye. Mm. Well, um, do we have any? You know, we were so busy preparing for the cookies. (laughs) Do we have any like garbage people or winners or anything? Do you? You really do? Oh my god, yeah. There's so many. Do you out guys there. have any that you that come to mind over the past month? Garbage people? Because I, I have. Mean, I mean, I have my s- picks. I'll just get this out real quick because I don't have a lot of <clears throat> details, and it's been kind of ongoing in the news and everything. So we don't need to get into it. But like, forever garbage people in my eyes is the freaking Boy Scouts. Oh God! What happened now with the Boy Scouts? It just came out like in the press that there's way was it like more sexual abuse or sexual something? abusers like yeah. in their membership than was previously reported. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just like every day there's something new about horrible things going on there, and then they just irritate me in the first place because I used to work for Girl Scouts, as you know, and like they're two different organizations and everybody thinks they're the same. Yeah. And so that's like, uh, that was always like such a point of frustration when I worked there, just that um, everybody thinks it's all the same group, but it's not. And they have like completely different beliefs and different ways of operating. And it's just, yeah, the Boy Scouts was like, wasn't it? um, It's like owned by the Mormon church or something, right? Or something. I think so. They were they were at one point, I don't know if they still are, but they were at one point like affiliated with the Mormon church. Oh, I didn't know that. And um that's where their stance, because they had for a really long time, they've had a really horrible and they've been like very vocal stance, like anti LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Like they they Yeah, they've been very vocal. Didn't about have they didn't let um gay or bisexual or anything like anybody um be in charge of a troop or like be affiliated with them at all or like boys who were like gay or anything like be in it and they also same with like transgender mm-hmm. um people as well and then they recently have claimed to loosen up on that but i mean well, i don't they know recently said that they were going to open up to girls and they are open up to girls yeah. now hmm. and that was all just like kind of a slap in the face to the girl scouts because you're like, we got this well, covered. It's kind of stupid because it was all separated by gender, which is definitely antiquated and outdated. Yeah. And, you know, they need to be thinking about how they're going to change that in the future. And I think the Girl Scouts are proactive about doing that. And they're very um, progressive and like open minded. And so they have <laughs> said, we accept anybody who identifies as female. Mm-hmm. So right. you don't have to be born female. Just right. If that's what you identify with, then like you're welcome to join, which is a step ahead. But um now i think with the boy scouts taking girls it's going to turn into like a conservatives versus like liberals oh, yeah. instead yeah. of like I a gender thing i can see it sort of s- dividing in that way which mm-hmm. is also messed up because the whole point of the organization at girl scouts at least is what i can speak for is that it was about having people of all different backgrounds and teaching girls um at a young age to like interact and collaborate with people from different walks of life mm-hmm. um and kind of create that culture of acceptance yeah early on so either also way just like female it. empowerment like yeah i think that people sometimes think of Learning the girl scouts skills. i think people think of the girl scouts as like oh they sell cookies but it's not it's like a lot deeper than that i mean i was in the girl scouts when i was little and you they actually teach you to like do legit things yeah. other than just selling cookies which selling cookies also people misunderstand that and they're like well that really? seems antiquated and i feel like well but it's also teaching 
young girls like business sense mm-hmm. and how to be able to like sell an idea to strangers or like be able to talk to people, their neighbors mm-hmm. um, and be more confident in that. Not to mention goal setting, goal and setting, the value of a yeah. dollar and yeah. all those things. Good so point. there's like, like responsibility. There's like all those things. But when I was in the Girl Scouts, we had, I remember going to like Girl Scout camp um, one week in the summer and you like legit, like you learned how to like uh, build a fire out in the woods and like you learned all of these things that like we had like art projects that we did from like things that we found in like the woods and things and there was like a, actually a lot more to it than um you would maybe necessarily than people know mm-hmm. from the outside i've heard some like ignorant statements recently um or maybe seen them on social media from people that i know that are like you know um boy scouts girls want to do um things that boys do too they can do all the same things and they think that's the point of Boy Scouts opening up to girls, that's absolutely not. It's about right. membership crisis yep. because of all of their... <laughs> yeah, they're hurting right all now. Of their, yeah, all of their press and all of the horrible things that have been going on there is a membership crisis. So they're trying to basically poach girls who yeah. would be in the Girl Scouts group. It's not about like, oh, what types of activities you get to do because girls do all of that stuff in Girl Scouts yeah, too. Yeah, they do. Right. So I just, I'm annoyed by the Boy Scouts right now. I'm annoyed by people who don't do any research before they start making statements about these organizations like seriously look up what the girl scouts do mm-hmm. give them money be a volunteer be a leader do something for them because like that's such a great organization and i worked there for four years and it was really like just i really fully believed in that mission and what they're doing is really good work and plus from everything that you have said in the past about working for them it seems as though they are very very dedicated to working with girls in um, like more impoverished communities yeah, as well. Like underserved areas, yeah. Correct, which I think is like super, super important. Mm-hmm. And that's something that a lot of big organizations don't really do. Like I don't think big Boy time. Scout does it. Boy Scouts does that at mm-hmm. all. No. Uh, they don't it's have a presence. very much like a privileged yeah, organization. Like they don't have a presence in those same communities mm-hmm. to the kids who are like really are in need of being like taken under their wing. Yeah. Girl so, Scouts was very inclusive, very mm-hmm. um, open-minded and... Uh, I really and you know accessible in terms of like financially and yeah. things like that so yeah great organization I mean yeah. just look it up educate yourself support them because the boy scouts are just being really obnoxious right now and there have got to be other options for boys out there besides boy Come scouts. On, I know mm-hmm. right I, I mean I don't know yeah. any I'd love to know some I know. so if you know any that'd be great yeah. I teach boys boy not like to, to be bring up. assholes please we should start our own organization <laughs> right or yeah teach like organizations that teach boys how, i mean we've seen dicks we've <laughs> seen in our culture now like it's being talked about and we're seeing a lot more examples of these like men falling from grace like type stuff um because we're actually starting to hold boys and men accountable more which i think is f- amazingly fantastic um but i don't feel as though maybe that organization teaches accountability in the way that our young men i feel like need to be hearing that right now Mm -hmm. um so i talk to my friend at work a lot she has a young son and she's constantly she's really inspiring she's constantly talking about how she really wants to go out of her way to raise her son to not feel like he has a certain amount of privilege or he can get away with certain things because he is a white man um which i think is awesome like that's where it should start from it should start from when they're little kids like they're little babies and then like the way that they grow up um because i mean a lot of the men that we see that have like fallen from grace or i hate that term but 
you know, whatever. That's the only thing I can think of right now. But a lot of examples we're seeing, it's people that have gotten away with bad behavior forever. Yeah. And they were just never held accountable. Right. Um, which brings me, I guess I do have an honorable mention of a garbage person, but it's like, it's not even worth saying because it's Donald Trump. So um, <laughs> he's, he's the reigning He's supreme. just like always a garbage person all the time. Um, but the reason in particular this past month that I feel like he's a garbage person is because I was really upset by this. Uh, so you know that we have the um, Notre Dame in Paris. There was like a fire and it destroyed um, portions of the building and things like that, which is terrible. Like it is terrible. I'm not going to say it's not sad. I've been there before. It's beautiful. It's a part of history, etc. And I understand all that. But luckily, nobody was hurt. Nobody died um, in that fire. And it made me so mad, though, because Donald Trump tweeted, I think the next day that the US would, um, would offer funds to um, France to help rebuild, like we would offer funds to help rebuild Notre, Notre Dame. And it made me so mad because he's not said a fucking thing about all of the churches that are being burned in the US in the South. Yeah. All of like the black churches that have been, are being burned. He is not um, said a thing. And he's also not offered to um, help rebuild those churches at all with our funds. And that just makes me so mad and i saw a really great tweet and i forget who it was um but i saw a really great tweet by a guy who was just like wait you're gonna offer funds for this and you don't even say a single thing about all these black churches in the south that are being burned down by like white supremacists and uh aren't all churches created equal or he said something like don't all churches matter because you know how people say like yeah. all lives matter I'm so over that and he's <laughs> and he was like don't all churches matter though like you know, and it, it just makes me so mad because I think that like the rebuilding effort for some of these churches in the South, um, they're in areas where there isn't a lot of money and it seems like people don't really care unless they've been like, a, you know, like actually affected by this. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me mad because I feel like these are the places that should be getting that kind of attention and that kind of funding. No, no shade against like the cathedral in Paris or anything like that. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like you're a fucking asshole. Like you're so out of touch. Yeah with the people of your country that you claim to love so much and represent it's like you don't even like this country why do you want to be president like you so know? here's another tweet of his he's not my garbage person but he always an honorable mention. yeah exactly so i saw um this morning i guess there was an nfl draft last night not that i know a thing about sports or nfl or drafts or whatever but um so the number one draft was a black male and he got like a $35 million contract for something. And the number two draft was a white male. And Donald Trump tweeted this morning, congratulations to the number two draft, blah, 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 whatever his name is. And apparently, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And apparently, um, this, why would he purposely tweet just to the number two? So this number two guy is the staunch supporter of Trump. Ugh. Um, of course, but I just thought I'm like, why do you even have to say anything? Like, also, why are you using your presidential time for this shit? Like, also, if you were that great, you'd be number one. So, no, <laughs> exactly. <I'm just> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's annoying though. That's but those so are all good garbage stupid. people. I wanted to give honorable mention last month. I I feel like I had Iraq. I had like a running list of garbage people and i forgot to mention um betsy devos who defunded the special She's the olympics worst. um but coming to this month i um i'm choosing i guess it's still a little bit political but um 
it's been in the news this in April is that the um, city of New York, or more specifically, um, Williamsburg in Brooklyn, um, created an ordinance that you cannot be in these certain zip codes um, if you have not been vaccinated. Um, there are families in this area that are having measles parties, um, bringing all their kids together, getting them exposed, um, with the intention of them contracting measles. Wait, why? To get over the hump of having measles so that they don't get it again. Do you know that that's the exact purpose of a fucking vaccination, only not in a way that puts your kids' so life at risk? So measles parties, chicken pox parties are not new, but they are so, they're so archaic because they happened before vaccinations existed. That's ridiculous Isn't that and so sick? upsetting. Because uh, kids it's can abusive. die. It kids is. die from, can die from measles. Yeah. Not only that, but they can also have like, horrible complications that can affect them long term and not to mention like and some spread to it, other like, kids if you have if you take your kid to a measles party um which is a ridiculous sentence um and that kid your kid contracts measles and is a carrier they don't have to show signs they don't have to show symptoms to be a carrier and just yeah. give it to another kid who then does show signs those of parents, dies from this disease those parents should get their kids taken away from them i I agree. I agree. And I, That's I hate, I hate to sound like shamey for like parents to do what they believe is in the best interest of their children. But, yeah, but this is the best no, interest of society. The population yeah, at large. The entire and population. And their children. And their children. And like measles it, absolutely. Also, measles isn't like a common cold. Like no. measles is like a serious so disease that this. we had, had wiped out there in for the a while. In the whole city of New York City, in 2017, they saw two cases of measles. In two, 2018, they saw 56. So far, in 2019, does anyone want to take a wild guess at how many people have been, have contracted measles? I'm guessing it's like 500 or something, right? 229. Ugh. Up from 56 in a year. I literally just messaged my sister and my mom because it came out saying that there's like four or five states now that has like a full-on outbreak. Yeah. yeah. And Washington state where I'm from is one of them. My mom, my sister live there. And it just came out that if you are in Washington state and you were born before 1989, you have to get a booster. You have to get another vaccine because of these freaking it's idiots. So can, it's one of the My most God. contagious diseases. Like people you can get. vaccinate your kids. Like, yeah, this drives me crazy because this is another like oh, Donald Trump thing too. Right. Is that he he recently tweeted something about um about like it's should be illegal to like not it not vaccinate your kids. Totally true. However, that is ridiculous, Donnie, because he just uh he tweeted a couple years ago about how vax uh it's proven that like vaccines caused autism. And he like was tweeting about it a couple this years ago. Argument is well, he was ridiculous. tweeting about it a couple years ago. I'm going to pull up the actual tweet but because also like, okay, your kid has autism. Is that better? Is that worse than like having a dead kid from measles? Well, that's you another know what thing. I mean? That's yeah. another thing. Is like I've seen, um, I've seen people on the autism spectrum tweeting at these crazy anti-vaxxers, and they're like, it is incredibly offensive that you you obviously look down on people who have autism because it's incredibly offensive that you would rather put your kid at risk yes than have them on the spectrum like not that there's any science to that at all because there's completely not 
but it's like for that to be right. your stance is sick and for parents to think that they know better than like years and years of research and like people in the medical field who have dedicated their lives to proving that vac- vaccinations work and in developing new vaccinations to get rid of these diseases that could be non-existent like the they were only like reason. not even longer like before exactly. 2004 or something it was considered uh measles was considered Ex- like, like extinct yeah. pr- pretty much yeah and then you know okay so in 2012 um in 2012 he tweeted about it and um was it massive combined I, I, I don't know what this word is he probably doesn't either <laughs> no um he didn't type is that, that tweet. Two, <laughs> two, two small children um in the cause uh in the co- is the cause for big increase in autism um and it's well he wouldn't know best. and then he also tweeted in 2013 when will new york times write about vaccine damage and its price um that was oh um and then in 2014 he tweeted this is the tweet that i was remembering autism way up i believe in vaccinations but not massive all at once shots too much for small children to handle <laughs> government should stop now um you're a fucking moron you're not him. a scientist obviously <laughs> you're an Too idiot much for children to handle not based but measles on what they could probably yeah, but handle measles, that. they'll be fine they'll be fine just throw also, them out there, there see are, how they do also right. there are a lot of um children who have other like health conditions that make it so they can't get vaccines at least not like at the ages you're supposed to mm-hmm. so it's putting at risk people in the community who for one reason or another um can't be vaccinated yeah. and so like just don't just don't do that uh, don't but, be and that I, person, I will please. say like a lot of these zip codes in new york that that this you know law was put in effect because of um are orthodox jewish communities who apparently um don't believe in like altering their bodies or you know injecting foreign substances or whatever and i totally i was talking to chris about this this morning i totally respect anyone's religious beliefs but when it i draw the line at when it affects other people's health you Mm -hmm. know what i mean right so there yeah like it's your business until it's not just your business exactly Exactly. yeah so that's a really those anybody who has a measles party is definitely a garbage person a garbage person um, do we have any winners? I have an idea for a winner. Do I you totally have, have a winner. What's do you guys you- have some? Go ahead, Al. Um, so one of my winners is Time Magazine because they released their um, list of the 100 most influential people. And um, it had the highest uh, ratio of men to women or women to men um, from any of their past issues. Wow. So I, I believe that it was... Um, 53 men to like 47 and 47 women and that's the highest uh that it's ever been like the closest it's ever been to being 50 50 um so i thought that that was really great when they first started i forget the exact numbers but there were only like six people on the list who were women which is crazy um so Mm. i like the fact that time is kind of uh waking up a little bit and um every year basically the past several years every year the number has gone up for Mm -hmm. um women um, I also liked some of the inclusions um, on this list. They included, uh, even though they included um, Justice Kavanaugh, um, they did also include um, Christine 
Blasey Ford. Blasey Ford. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that was great that they ca- they're kind of keeping her story right. in the news. Um, because you know, like influential doesn't always mean like yeah, like influential can also mean people who are garbage people yeah. because they still obviously like Donald garner Trump a lot of their influences you know, a lot of people big groups. Yeah, right. So they had of course some garbage people on there, but I mean those garbage people are influential. Yeah. So I mean sad but true. Yeah. Um, but they had some really great. Uh, really great women on their list um, and some great men on their list as well. So I would encourage everyone to check it out. Um, And they also, I don't know if you guys saw this, but they had um, Chrissy Teigen was on the list as well. And um, what's her name? Idiot. Uh, (laughs) Laura Ingram um, (laughs) on her show. She has a show. She's like the uh, Fox news um, analyst or whatever. She has a show that's like super conservative and she was just like going through the time list and basically was so mad that there were so many people on there from the left and it's kind of like well time didn't put together a list of the 100 most influential trump supporters like well i don't know sometimes i don't know what these super conservative people are thinking they're like it's all liberal media no it's just it's got people from both sides like the list has people from both sides on it right and i feel like they're mad because they're throwing a fit like a little tantrum like a child that there's not more like conservative people on the list and it's kind of like okay but there are influential people from both sides so they're mad about it and she was particularly mad she did a segment on her show where she was very angry uh, that Christine Blasey Ford was on the list and she was very angry that Chrissy Teigen was on the list, which is to me so incredibly like, why do you care? Like right. it's so random. But she was like, had all these clips of like, is this person a good role model or not? And like clips of her in interviews and stuff, just speaking her mind. Um, like she always does. And there was specifically a clip where Chrissy Teigen <laughs> is asked in an interview, like, what do you, what words of wisdom, like, what do you think that women um should be more vocal about or like what's one thing that they should talk about more and chrissy teigen said i think that women should be saying fuck you a lot more (laughs) um and uh her husband john legend was like being interviewed with her and he was just like cracking like i love them together as like a couple they're so funny but he was just cracking up about it and laura ingram i guess was like good role model and she was trying to say that she was like a shitty role model because i guess she said fuck in an interview i don't know um but then chrissy of course as she does savagely like tweeted her afterwards and was like out of all the things that you're going to try to take me down on like it's going to be this and then she just said fuck you with like a laugh face (laughs) um and then she also tweeted out a a gif of laura ingram like waving quote unquote at some it like went viral a few years ago but she's like waving at some conference but it looks like she's doing like the nazi salute yeah and she tweeted it out and she was like laura maybe you can make the list of the 100 greatest like neo-nazis or something like that (laughs) but it was really funny and she just kind of like savagely took her down like she always does like don't mess anybody who has a brain should know not to mess with chrissy teigen on twitter like Mm -hmm, she will take you down and not think twice about it and it will be so effortless do you guys do you guys follow comments by celebs on instagram no it's really funny so they'll do like a, a snapshot of like a funny celebrity exchange and it, they always do a Chrissy Teigen weekend roundup because she's <laughs> hilarious. She does so much. And there was one like she was looking, she was trying to figure out how to work some, I don't know, her new blender or something. And she couldn't figure it out. And so people were like trying to teach her how to do it. And she's like, no, guys, that's not working. Like she's just like <laughs> writing back to everybody. And some guy drew 
a pe- like pencil on paper diagram of what to do with this blender or whatever it was. And she wrote back, um, not that I'm not going to frame this and display it in my kitchen, but it's still not working. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I show. do love her too. She's so great. Um, and she's always takes down like the mom shamers because people are constantly shaming her for everything. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like she posts a photo of her like with her kids doing anything and yeah. people like comment about about it and she's just like not having it and i love that yeah. um who's your winner i mean my winner is um this the the musical group churches you guys know them yeah mm-hmm. so um they have recently collaborated with or maybe not recently anyways they collaborated with marshmallow who um has also recently collaborated with chris brown and tyga and so they put out a statement saying that they really regret working with Marshmallow in the past because, um, like, regardless of if he's vocal about, like, not, um, you know, being if if he's if he's not endorsing them by mouth he's endorsing them just by, like, working with them and collaborating with them and giving them a pass for being um abusive having abusive backgrounds and stuff so um they were just i i just think it's nice to be vocal about you know you can't just brush things under the rug and say like the past is the past like we just got to stop giving business to these horrible people completely um so of course chris brown wrote them back and um like turned it into a racial thing oh god he's the worst he never takes responsibility yeah so anyways they were my winner i was i was happy that they spoke out about that that. seriously that was like why he was upset he tried to frame it like that yeah yeah that's ridiculous um that's completely ridiculous so this is something that i think is really important i'm trying to be better about this is um it's hard for us to always know who is problematic and who isn't because a lot of times in the past uh famous people or just I mean, anybody, not even people that weren't famous, but politicians and famous people had a lot of their bad behavior kind of like covered up or, Mm -hmm. or excused or didn't make, yeah, it just like didn't really make a lot of news because it was just kind of excused. Right. And so recently, um, sometimes I post screenshots of like the music I'm listening to when I work out and stuff. And, um, recently, like I posted a picture of, um, like a Dr. Dre song I was listening to, um, and one of my Instagram friends, uh, she and I kind of tweet each other back and forth whenever we see like political stuff that we want each other to know because we're like we have similar views. Um, and she had tweeted at me another Instagram post that was like detailing all of the past like these past abusive incidents with Dr. Dre and um that he apparently with some woman like beat her up and kicked her down the stairs like many many years ago and i didn't know about it i hadn't like really heard about it um but he has a history um with women an abusive history with women and um is problematic in other ways as well and so i was really like happy and grateful that somebody was able to kind of not even call me on my shit but just like let me know this information like giving me this information because this person like my instagram friend she knows that i take that stuff seriously so she showed me and would want to know yeah and i am i immediately like took the post down also and i tweeted or not tweeted her but i instagrammed her back and said so sad that this is the third person this month that i have had to go through my spotify and like 
delete all their music because it is because it's every time now I'm trying to be better about just the because like it's not okay to continue listening to their music and like supporting them in other ways um and then also be on the side of progress so mm. to me it's important to me that even though I enjoy his music I'm a fan of his art I don't want I just don't want any of that. Like, I don't want to contribute to that. I don't want to mm -hmm. follow the music. It makes me even not really even want to listen to the music anymore. Totally. Um, like it taints all of that art that I liked mm -hmm. before because I know that people were hurt in the process of that. So I really appreciate, like, I'm thankful for those people that can kind of be teachers in that way. Um, and I mean, I hope that there are things that we talk about on this podcast that like maybe people listen to that they weren't aware of that they're like, oh, okay, that's interesting to know and maybe that taught me a little bit something whether you agree or not agree like there are probably people that listen to us that are like these people are stupid and they don't know all the facts i don't know but at the same time it's like maybe at least we're teaching you something mm -hmm. um i don't know um but yeah it was good i i'm really thankful for those people that kind of like the group um churches because it's mm -hmm. it's is it mostly women in that group it's one it's, woman and two men okay yeah because um, i know the lead singer is a woman but um it's good that those people are at least calling it out and saying like because a lot of people don't know about those behaviors or don't really think about it because even though chris brown obviously has an abusive past we don't really i mean he still is making music he's still mm -hmm. being supported right. he still sells albums he still sells concert tickets and everything so it's great that people we have people like that who are going to blow the whistle and be right. like no yep. like you're not going to get away with this anymore at least not with me um do you guys have any other winners no i don't think so so what about some recommendations other than nutter butters other other than <laughs> i said other than nutter butters other than the nutters <laughs> Um, oh man, I I'm starting to get sleepy now. I'm coming down from my sugar rush. Like, my stomach hurts. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> between, between the wine and all of you guys, we have so many. What are we going to do with all these cookies? I'm sure we can Eat push them. them on people. Yeah. Um, um, I have a recommendation. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lizzo's new album. It dropped on Friday. You guys know Lizzo, right? No. no. What? Wait. Who is this person? Wait, what? <laughs> you guys don't know Lizzo? <gasps> okay who was this we gotta get sounds like on. a dinosaur or something lizzo like a cartoon dinosaur she's like oh okay well you need to look her up immediately and listen to everything that she does but she um put out a new album on friday it's so good and she i mean her other albums are also gems um pretty much i just only want to listen to her forever for the rest of my life mm. but she's amazing and um her album is so good so have a listen um and then i just bought tickets to see her live i'm so excited oh that's exciting is she coming to town she, she coming to is coming here and i tried to get tickets here but it sold out in like a minute Whoa. so um i'm going to actually see her in louisville oh that's all that'll be in really october <laughs> love to wait a while but i'm um, so excited but yeah listen to that album so i have a recommendation also an album um, I don't know if you guys, you guys have watched the A.D. Bryant new series on Hulu called I Shrill. Yet. It's I really, really it's so good. It's really, really good. Love A.D. I love her. Me too. Wait, I feel like you um, guys know Lizzo. You just don't know that she <laughs> sings that. Maybe. Wait, I'll what? play it for you when you're done. Okay. Sings what? That she sings what? Like, I feel like you would know her music and you oh, just probably don't know okay. that, that. Oh, that's her. We'll listen to a little bit after we yeah. record for Keep sure. Because I... I'm always up for music recommendations. 
um, since I deleted all of that Dr. Dre out of my <laughs> Spotify list. So um, I I watched the 80 Bryant series Shrill on Hulu. It's really good. And um, but my recommendation is like you should watch the series if you haven't already. But it is uh, it has a really good soundtrack. Um, lots of really good music. So and it's introduced me some, to some new artists that I had never heard of before. So um, you can get the soundtrack on Spotify and it's really good i've been listening to it a lot lately um and then oh i just started reading a really good book as well um i started reading so i've been wanting to read this book for a long time for all of my like true crime fans out there um this is Allie's true crime corner <laughs> um i i've been reading a lot of true crime books um since the beginning of the year and just devouring them and i just started i've been wanting to read uh, michelle mcnamara's um book about the golden state killer um for a long time i think it's called i'll be gone in the dark um and she actually didn't she passed away um suddenly in her sleep i think in 2016 um and she actually didn't get to finish it before she passed away but um it was released anyway and it's supposed to be really good and i just got it recently i was at the airport and they had a section of books that was like previously read 50 percent off and it was in there it was like yes um so i started reading it and so far it's really good um and also i think it's like a really cool uh moment um full circle moment because she passed away but right after she passed away like within months the golden state killer was actually found um and using like dna and she had done all this research trying Wasn't that just recently mm -hmm. it was in the oh, past yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was in the past like yeah, year I yeah remember. i think it was in 2017 but she passed yeah she passed away in 2016 so she passed away and then he was um found like discovered and now the crime is solved so is that Patton oswald's wife, wife. yeah okay yes. got it so um yes so and he wrote in, I haven't obviously read it because it's at the end, but he wrote the afterword to okay. her book, um, which I'm probably going to cry because uh, I've heard him They're talk about really his wife sweet. before and yeah. like it's in her passing was really sudden and they yeah. have a, they have a young daughter mm -hmm. together. So um, he took it really, really super sure. hard. Um, but it's really great because it's kind of like, wow, even though she passed away, she did all of this work to try to track him down and like solve the case herself. And then it's like, how cool is it that it did end up getting solved. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I'm reading that right now. It's again, it's really great. Um, Gillian Flynn wrote the forward or the introduction to it. She's the author of Gone Girl and various other um, not true crime, but like crime uh, fiction. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, that's really good so far. I also started watching the Hulu series, uh, The Act, because Jocelyn, our friend Jocelyn, recommended it about the um, Dee Dee and Gypsy Blanchard uh, story. If you guys don't know anything about it, stop what you're doing immediately and Google um, Dee Dee and Gypsy Rose Blanchard, and you will just be spellbound by this true crime There's story. There's doc too. Yeah, it's right. really yeah. It's called Mommy Dead and Dearest. That's right. <laughs> Mommy Dead and Dearest. And it's also really good. But um, the show, I was hesitant about watching the show because it is... It's more fictionalized, right? It's it like is. Based more on, dramatic. It's based on. So it's yeah. the story of them. And I got to say, the acting is incredible. I mean, Patricia Arquette just stuns like at everything that she does. But she does really well. The girl who plays um, the daughter, Gypsy Rose, uh, I, her name is Joey King she is excellent i mean she's excellent i can't imagine playing that role would be really hard yeah but she does a great job and it's really really good uh and i actually enjoy it a lot more than i thought i would because 
when it comes to true crime stuff, I more so prefer like the documentary style versus like fictionalized mm-hmm. scripted, but it's actually excellent. So I started, I was babysitting for Nina on Friday night. And when Walter went to bed, I started like uh, watching it and it was really good. <laughs> Any other recommendations, Neen? Yeah, I've been wanting to show you guys this. This is an Instagram account called um, This Was Hollywood. And they have, they go back to like the silent film era, but then they also have like Romy and Michelle posts and it's just like some behind the scenes footage or like quotes from the actors um that i really like like um yeah like little snapshots of jack and rose from titanic and then there's this my favorite part of this is when they do the um the animation the live animation reference photos or reference videos like from um disney movies there was one i was going to show you it was like cinderella of them making the cartoon so like look they did like oh real life like look at i'm sorry that you can't see but you can do like you know the scene in cinderella where she's getting the sponge dripped over her head and she's like bathing they draw in like little fake birds above her actual photographs so they do these really fun little comparisons and um like they give shout outs to birthday people and do little quotes from them too so that's cool what's it called it's called this was hollywood wow that's really neat it is fun and let me show you this one too um it's um uh they i guess gucci did an ad campaign recently celebrating um the golden age of hollywood so they're showing the ad campaign versus the inspiration oh that's fun. so that's so cool and they are like it's spot on it's really beautiful actually so yeah this was hollywood that's really neat. really fun really cool so can i can i give a review of a previous recommendation from somebody else in the group yeah so last time we got together Ashley recommended um, the inventor on oh, HBO I haven't seen it yet. Um, about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. And I didn't know anything about it before that. And I watched it that night, the night we recorded, I watched it mm. and I think I texted you, but I was enthralled. Right. I mean, like I was kind of obsessed. Such a crazy story. It is a crazy, crazy story. I can't believe it actually happened. I cannot believe that so many people gave money and like believed in this person who was not a scientist <laughs> who like promised all of these scientific revolutions and these products that like didn't work and nobody I mean people did ask to see proof, but it she just got her, away with so much. Her interviews are like mesmerizing. Yes. It's like, why is she talking like that? It's oh so God. strange. <laughs> it is wild. And I also listened to, so I went out to visit um, in California and I was talking to my brother about it and he was like, oh yeah, the podcast is really good as well. It goes like more into detail. So there is a podcast as well called The Dropout. Um, it's a six part ABC News podcast and it's really good. I just finished it this week actually. Um, but I kind of, it interviews all the key players and um, with the exception of course of Elizabeth Holmes and Sonny what's his name yeah. like right hand man but it um is really really good and uh, a movie's being made about it with Jennifer yes, Lawrence which I cannot wait to see but it's it's fascinating I mean she is so fascinating mm-hmm. but it was I mean it was just like the uh I, I would, truly think she doesn't know no that I think she that did she's something like, wrong like at this moment I think she's in like time. kind of mentally ill like I think that For she sure. I think that she wanted to change the world so badly that she thought if she like thought about she it hard enough herself. that she could make science work this like <laughs> this particular science that like did not work 
so um it's really good and i would recommend it fully uh it's kind of the the documentary kind of was like it's like the fry festival if it was happening fire in, you mean if, or yeah fire the fire festival only if it was like an inventor in silicon valley so it's like a huge fraud. P.S. I would like to go to a fry festival. <laughs> fry, fry festival of all, all the fried foods. <laughs> I um, would go to that. So, all right. I think that we're all going to take a nap now because just... My belly hurts. <laughs> we went My co- body. We went cookie crazy. Cookies and Sugar wine crash. equals nap. Uh, I have to go to the grocery store later. And you guys, I don't want to go. Oh, I already got my click list this morning because I anticipated this problem. I, I know. I should have thought about I should have made like a click list or something and got and picked it up. It's, I don't know. It's hard after a box of cookies. It's really hard. So well, let's establish who do, who goes first, second, and third in the buy sequence. I'll go third. Because I feel like we always <laughs> mess it up. Okay. I'm going to go first. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Let's hope this goes better than it normally does. <laughs> <laughs> bye. 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 bye.